What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Planet Creative Podcast. Today, we got Demetrius with us. He's a uh, co-founder of Mad Ballers Training, and he's also pursuing a career in professional football. So uh, yes, just tell him a little bit about yourself. Uh, Demetrius Tesmetsis, 24, uh, co-founder of Mad Ballers with Rashad Rodriguez, um, training and mentorship for young student athletes. Um, <clears throat> Rashard takes the basketball side, I take the football side, and we both uh, come together and mentor the kids and kind of give them kind of like a, a friend almost, um, like someone to reach out to, like if they're having a bad day, they don't want to talk to their parents, they want to come to us and just kind of talk about their lives and what they did at school or whatever like that. Um, we kind of keep touch them on a text or like a Instagram messaging basis. Um, yeah, so that that's kind of like half my life. And then my other half of my life is... Uh, I have, my body is actually my business, not in the way you kind of think, but <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, uh, pursue professional football. So like that like takes a real toll on like, uh, not many people see it as a job, but I, like all day I kind of have to like keep my body, like I have to eat, I have to make sure I drink water, I have to make sure I stretch every day and like at certain times and stuff like that. So, <clears throat> so to get into the professional football side yeah. of things a bit. So as of right now, like. Um, are you getting paid? Do you have brand deals? Like, how does that work? Because I know on your IG stories every once in a while, like, you get those packages of, like, supplements in. Like, oh, is yeah, that a brand yeah. deal? Are you buying uh, No, so that's that's uh, actually another side business that, uh, another stream of income that I use for myself. Mm. Um, it's called Isogenics, and uh, it's kind of like, I just, I've been taking the supplements for years, and it's, like, protein, um, I get their coffee, I uh, do, like... Um, this stuff called like daily stress relief, like pre-workout, post-workout. Um, and actually they have a health and wellness, like, uh, like a wealth creation part, like off of it. And if you share it with other people that kind of give you compensation back. So mm. when I usually post, it's kind of like an affiliate type of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's like you, cool. it's like you start your own business almost. Mm. So it's mm. like, I, I've been using the products. Uh, I share it with people that come to me. I don't really reach out too much because I'm kind of like focusing on a lot of avenues right now. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I've been taking the protein and the supplements and they're, they're great. So that's awesome. Yeah. So, so you got a code, uh, is there a code just in case people want to check it out. <laughs> I do not, but if you want to check it out, just hit me up and right, I got right. you, I got you a discount for so, sure. So before the podcast, we were talking, you're going to Tampa soon. So yeah. What, so, uh, what's that about? I'm going to, uh, Tampa Bay called the Tampa Bay tornadoes for uh, an arena football opportunity. Um, it's a smooth little, uh, smooth little deal down there. I'll be getting paid. Um, my career as of two years ago, I've been getting paid for every professional outing I've been to. So that's kind of like on the professional like staircase model I'm in right now. Not model, like I'm in like the staircase, like stepping stone. So like every opportunity I'm taking, I'm using it as a stepping stone to get to like my main goal, like the NFL. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's in, down in Tampa. It's called the American Arena League. Um, <clears throat> they, we play 11 games, two buys, playoffs, championship. Um, arena football is it's a little different than what I've played in the past. It's like eight on eight, so it's gonna be a little oh, wow. a little weird. Yeah, the turf's like concrete almost. <laughs> so it's like is Indoor. it kind of like uh is there a sideline or is it kind of like box lacrosse where it's yeah like box lacrosse in, like, yeah the it's, hockey ring yeah yeah so it's it's literally like a hockey ring but with turf. So it's like the so dimensions like of a hockey into ring. The boards and shit. Yeah, hit like and the and the crowd's like right over the boards. I saw a video the other day of my uh, my coach, the the new coach that I'm about to be coached under. He sent me a video of uh, back in the day. I think it was like 2003. They had their last season, and uh, dude got tackled, caught a touchdown, uh, got tackled into the wall. As he was in the wall, a guy dumps a beer over his head, <laughs> and he couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. So he just walked away, dripping in beer. 
I mean, they got yeah. way more control than hockey players. Oh, yeah. Because I've seen some the videos of, of hockey glass. players. They get beer poured on them. They throw something up there. They throw... I don't know. Have you ever seen that, like, famous incident? I think it, it was either at Madison Square Garden or it was where the <clears throat> Bruins play. Uh, and somebody was, like, pouring beer on a dude, and they fucking ran up in the stands. Like, the players jumped what? over the glass into the stands. I think it was Madison Square Garden. And started Garden. fighting the fucking, fighting the people in the stands. <laughs> like, there was a there was an NHL player beating a dude with his own shoe. What like, is stick, what is, what is skates with his skates on? on? They were running <laughs> through the crowd with their, kind of like, uh... Was it the 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 at the palace? What the fuck's the first word? Where, uh, with Ron Artest and all them when they oh, were fighting the dudes. Um, in the stands. Oh my god! <laughs> it was like that. That's like in, that, that was level intense. Shit. Oh yeah. my god! Were they threw the chair. Yeah, is that the, is yeah, that the yeah. They were like fighting the people in the crowd. Like Yikes. it was the same thing, but in the in the NHL. But that's funny. Wow, yeah. I didn't even know. Uh, I didn't even know that was a thing. I, yeah, I gotta so check that out now. The arena football. So AFL used to be a thing, and that was like the big arena football where like they were getting paid like. A good amount of money, like 50K, 60K a year. Um, they went bankrupt in February for, I don't know if it was, I think it was before COVID hit. Mm. I think they were just yeah, right not getting it. enough like like income through fans and jersey sales. I'm not sure. They just went bankrupt. They sent us an email because like I was getting scouted there too. Oh, so you were already kind of lined up. Yeah, uh, I wasn't really lined up. But I, had a, I was talking to a coach uh, in the Albany Empire and uh, my agent had connected him with uh, with like a, just like talking to his ear like, guy tight end wants to come like get his film and experience up and he was like all right we'll take him we'll take a look at him after the season and then they went bankrupt so they folded and then i went to the uh what was after that i kind of went to a bunch of cfl tryouts and nothing really happened after that and then uh the spring league um i had just posted a highlight tape of my uh on my instagram story like not too long ago uh that was a, a showcase it was like um Remember, like three years ago, when Johnny Manziel had did that like uh, spring league yeah, showcase? Yeah, 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 he was wearing like the black jersey. Yeah. So like, I went to that. It was like it's it's oh, okay. the same company. It's called the Spring League. Um, and it's just it's just basically a showcase for for guys that are like in between. Like, how long was that? That was um, was it like a full season. So the first one I went to was in like 2019. Um, and that was like where I truly found like my gift as an athlete. Um, because like I didn't really know what I wanted to do after college. Um. I kind of like graduated college and I was like, do I want to play football? Do I want to use my marketing degree? It's like, a weird like where am I? Yeah. Right. Not an athlete anymore. It's like, where am I going to, where am I going to make money? And like, where am I going to live the rest of my life? And like, <clears throat> I met this one dude, uh, called Keith. His name is Keith Deo, um, over at the Danbury dome. He's actually, he moved locations, but, uh, he kind of like opened my eyes to a lot. He, uh, he kind of like, he trained me and he was like, it was like training and mentorship. That's why I, I'm using mad ballers as training and mentorship because I really appreciated how he brought me up. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So he kind of like, he allowed me to see what I truly had and I, which I didn't really see in college. Cause it was, it was really blurry. Cause like college, you're, you're working towards a, a degree. You have friends. I had a girlfriend. Like I was distracted. Mm -hmm. I was so comfortable, especially at a D three <clears throat> school too. Exactly. It's, it's not like you're you're at Clemson. You know where? Yeah, like, where they really know it's fucking football. Exactly. Like, pressing gotta, you, pressing I you. Yeah. Got a chance to go to the NFL. Exactly. And like the exposure, I was just like, I'm, I don't really have exposure. I don't have any crazy film. Like mm -hmm. I wasn't like making huge plays. Like I was just a D three athlete in like this D three system. Mm -hmm. So I kind of. Started training, started training, and then I went to my first combine. I was like, wow, I'm kind of fast. Like, all right, let's see where this can go. And then I went to the spring league. Uh, so I graduated in 2017, 
And then I went to the spring league in 2000, the end of 2000, no, the beginning of 2019. Um, so I went there and then I played amazing. I felt so free. I felt like, I felt like a, a, a new person. Like it was, inc- it was, it was incredible. I made like two crazy, I had like two crazy touchdowns and it kind of opened my eyes to like, wow, I, I can really make a career out of this. Like, let me put more time into my body and like my, my mental and my personal development and kind of like <clears throat> look back on my past. Cause like right after I went to the spring league, I had a XFL um, coach hit me up and he was like, he was like, come to a tryout. Like, I would love for you to try out for our team. And like, like as I, after that phone call, I kind of like started to realize that my childhood was like perfect for like this situation. Like everybody goes like back in their childhoods. Like, um, it's like everybody looks back in their childhood and that's kind of how they skew their identity mm-hmm. nowadays. Right. So it's like, Oh, um, like, so back in the day, my parents didn't really have a lot of money or someone will go back in the day. My parents did have a lot of money. And it's like some people will skew their identities to who they are nowadays in a way to like, like how their story is. So like, oh, my parents were, were poor back in the day and like I had to work really hard for what I wanted and rather than a kid getting what he wants and like stuff like that. But I'm not, it's not really stereotypical. It's just like, you kind of like, however you were, however you grew up, it's like you kind of write your story. Mm. So it's like it molds you. Yeah, it molds you yeah, in a way. So it's like so it's like yeah, and like I figured out like I came from a high school program that wasn't really pushing me to the next level. Went to college, it didn't really push me to the next level and then like I realized that I wasn't pushing myself to the next level and it was all me. And realizing that and and really like focusing on that really made me who I am today. Right. So it's like didn't really put the work back then. But I still have time to put the work now. Right. It's kind of like uh, music notes. So right. like music. So like in between each note is a space in between. And there wouldn't be music without the space in between. And like the space in between is the process. Mm. So it's like that's where I'm kind of at right now. I like that. Enough. Yeah, right. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, I like what you said about like our high school. Because our area, obviously you're from the 845 Yeah, as yeah, well. I went to John Jay. Um, our area is like, it's weird. Because we have a lot of kids who really do have like crazy athletic potential. Absolutely. It's almost like the most they ever get to is like a small D one program, like uh, central. Yeah. Or like sacred heart. Heart. Exactly. And it's like, it's weird. Cause it's like, is it the coaching? Like the kids that you see who go on to play big D one schools from our area are like the kids who left like, in eighth grade or freshman year to go to like prep school. Yeah. Like yeah, exactly. Or something like that. The culture isn't the same at, at like weird. public high schools. And it's, and it's weird too, because so like my dad, uh, went to FDR just like I did. Okay. And he always tells me about like, he pl- he grew up at high school with like dudes who played for like the fucking bullets in the NBA back oh, in wow. the day. And dudes who went to the MLB as pitchers. Yeah. And like, at like from FDR. It, yeah. Wow. It's like weird how that. it like changed. Like now, like there's so the many culture. athletes in our area, but it's like, there's not that. Yeah. Spotlight. I mean, yeah, you have like, you have like the a Mikey Pasco who like went big D one. Do you know oh, yeah. Pasco yeah, from yeah. Arlington? Yeah, and now yeah, he's yeah. trying to get to the the show and like yeah, yeah. things like that. But like, it's almost like our area kind of gets overlooked. There was Joey Sessa um, out mm. in Minnesink, which is outside a little bit outside of the Never heard baseball. Uh, he was a lacrosse player. Okay, dude was committed gotcha. to Yale as like a fucking sophomore. Or wow, freshman. he's in the uh, he's in one of the 
professional leagues now. Really? Yeah, he's, oh, like, wow. he's like my height. But That's so awesome. Stacked. He's not, yes. not like my fucking chunky ass. Like, <laughs> That's high. He's always been a freak, like yeah, a word. freak athlete. I remember being a freshman on the lacrosse field. Uh, playing was, against him. Uh, dude, varsity. <laughs> it was like my first or second varsity game. We're playing against Minnesink. And like I see this kid who's my height, young as hell like me, but like he's fucking balling out. Like Really? Oh, yeah. For like, Gone ham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> dude, I remember then my sophomore year, maybe my junior year, we're playing against Minnesink. And uh, they go, they go, uh, fucking, they were like, uh, they stopped the game like halfway through. And this kid hit like some wild ass milestone for like a sophomore to hit of like a thousand points or yeah. 500 points, like something yeah. like that. Wow. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> they stopped the game for him? Yeah. It must have been a wild game, milestone. They like stopped the game and we're like. Oh, this kid just hit his milestone for goals, and then Sessa just hit like milestone for points. Like, but it was yeah. like some crazy shit, bro. Where I was like, "What wow. the fuck?" That is some. But it's like weird. Our area, I feel like, has mad good athletes, or like I, even Newburgh. Their yeah, football team for was sure. Stacked, NFA is like, always good. Are I those think kids it's, anywhere now? Uh, I'm not even sure. Um, usually, like when we were like, I, I mean, nowadays, like if you have, it's usually from your grades that you get to mm. college. But a lot of teams will take you without the, without the grades, and they'll they'll kind of work you into like a like an academic like probation system and stuff like that. But I don't know. I want to say it's like if some kids don't get that full scholarship, they don't really like they don't yeah, they don't they don't push themselves in to walk on and and like the, like I was talking about the music notes. Like they didn't trust the process. They wanted it. They wanted it to show up for them mm. rather than them showing up for it. Right, right. Like kind of like in a way like. Um, like life, life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. Right. And people think that when it something pops up to you, like oh, it's not as good. Oh, let me let me take my hands off it instead of pushing your foot on the pedal and going through it. Right. Like ha life's happening for you, not to you. So yeah, it's like yeah. a lot of kids in our area, I feel, don't get the like that little push and that little like uh, like confidence boost because of the schools and the programs we play against. Mm. It's like. We're not on TV. Yeah. Like we're like sometimes we're on MSG TV. Yeah. A like a lot of our high sometimes like too, that. Like, yeah, there's only like <clears throat> one sport that the fucking school really. Yeah, exactly. Like about. our like school. At FDR it was football. Yeah, we're. Even though like I'm mad at my boys were football players at FDR, but like. We weren't that good. No, like, I got in you. The grand yeah, scheme yeah. Of and <laughs> but that I was, can't but talk, that was dude. your our sport, though. Our lacrosse team was fucking god awful <laughs> as well. Ours but too, like, and we were with two high schools too, yeah. and they were oh, bad. Oh, it was like you got what? We had Ketchum, Ketchum, and John Jay, and we were trash. Yeah. <laughs> like, it made no sense. It's just weird because like the schools don't. It's like they don't have the money to also put their all into yeah. every program as well. Like For our sure. area was just. It's weird. Yeah, it's I think I think weird it's area. I think it's a, an exposure thing. So like a lot of kids in our area don't have exposure to the right training. Mm. Um, I know we and have like North Star Sports and that type of thing. Yeah, film yeah, North Star used Sports. To go to North Star, yeah, right? I, went for, I remember seeing you there like summer. I want to say it was oh, like our wow. senior year, bro. You used yeah. to work out with like Starzik and shit. Right? Yeah, wow. I remember that exact yeah. time we showed up. I think it was it was Starzik. I think you were there, and um, you remember Al Dockery. From Ketchum? I think he was there, too. Mm, I or, don't know. I just remember I would always do, like, a Wednesday Or is it Ryan Schumacher? You remember him? Rory? Ryan Schumacher? Oh, I thought there was a kid, Rory Schumacher. I thought you were talking about Really? Him. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> wait, I played hockey and lacrosse with him. No, no. <laughs> he went to Millbrook. Oh, wow. No. But, um, yeah, no, I remember seeing you at North Star. North Star was fucking... Insane. Tough. Bro. Yeah, it the was. The first time I went, I was like, oh, yeah, I know how to work out. And then, like, uh, bro, like, I Humbles had Kurt. You. 
And of course, like my boy Jordan Jones is Kurt's fucking younger brother. So Kurt is like, oh, you know, Jordan, like, yeah. all right. And then at the end of the session, he's like, all right, so we're going to do mat pushes, but Aiden's going to go first. And if he doesn't get like, I don't know, it was like 12 mat pushes done in under a minute. He was like, everybody else has to do the mat pushes. Yikes. And I got them done, bro. Word. But like, as soon as I leave, I start driving and I'm like, oh, I'm going to fucking puke. And I just like, <laughs> oh, pull over on the side of the road in like a random apartment complex, like by Kmart <laughs> and started just like puking, bro. Oh, what? Yeah, dude. He got you good. Oh, yeah, he got Yikes. me. Mid-drive. I was, expecting it. I was yeah. not expecting it. But dude, those workouts were crazy. Definitely. That was probably the best shape I've ever been in in my life was North Star too. <sighs> Really it was it was work. some work and I I I uh, made a mistake one session. I uh, showed up to a session late and every minute you're late you have to do 10 burpees. So or up downs. I forgot what they called them. They called them like this 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 cuz it wasn't a traditional burpee. Yeah, I they know called exactly it something. What you're talking about, I showed I was up late one time too. <laughs> I showed up 12 minutes late. 120. Oh, yeah, you're bugging. Oh my. And we had to do it after the session. I sat there for like 40 minutes just like head in between my legs like i'm about to yak mm. i'm about to yak like <laughs> yeah but like that training really is key yeah definitely like you said because like i remember one time i'm working out with kurt i used to do private sessions with kurt too that mm -hmm. was my guy and uh jerry walks up and he's like kurt like because what i was doing was they were kurt was rolling me a lacrosse ball i'd scoop it up like a ground ball i'd run and i'd make a move on kurt and then i had to try to knock a baseball off of a tee as if I was taking like a running shot. Yeah, wow. That's and, precise. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it was a bitch. And, <laughs> and <laughs> like sure. all of a sudden, Jerry's like, Kurt, like, stop for a second. I want to show you something. And like, Jerry makes me like stand straight up. And he's like, now look at the way his body is. He was like, if you were going to get in a fight with him, what side would you attack first? And I'm sitting there like, what the fuck is this dude talking about? <laughs> and, um, Kurt's like, uh, it kind of looks like the right side. And Jerry's like, yeah, exactly. But why? And Kurt was like, I, I don't really know. And, and Jerry was like, look at his shoulders. And he like put his hands on my shoulders. And like, if you look, you obviously can't because he's come sitting down. But yeah. I've, I've had a torn labrum since I was like 11 or 12. Wow. So this shoulder is like dropped. Like if you, if I'm standing up straight, this shoulder is like much lower than the others. Gotcha. And Jerry yeah. was like pointing that out and was like, so because of that, like he's going to be more imbalanced on that side and da, 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 da. Yeah, and then he, he was like, so start forcing him to his right more. So he kind of gets used to like having to work with some pressure on that side. So he's not as in, imbalanced in a game. And I was just like, huh. I was like, this dude was watching from the desk 25 feet away. How yeah. the fuck did he just notice that? <laughs> He's good. He's real smart. He yeah. picks out small things. I went into him. I remember when I was going, uh, like, consistently, he uh, he noticed that, like, the arches in my feet and, like, I had a lot of, like, built-up fascia. Fascia is, like... Um, a tissue in our body that connects our muscle to our bone when it's inactive for right. a long time. So he noticed that a lot in my legs and like, he'd show me a way how to do that. And like two months I was running way faster. And like, that was the only thing I had needed to fix. That's crazy. He even saw sitting down. He saw that your shoulder Bro, was, was dipped the desk, while you like, were running you know full speed shit, yeah. and throwing the ball. Like, like the strip of turf before the basketball <clears throat> courts. And he was like behind the desk. That's insane. And he just like walked over. I was like, oh, yeah. I didn't even know who he was at first because that was the first right? time I saw him. I was like, who the fuck He's low is this key dude? until he He's speaks up. He's got like up. long hair and shit. Exactly. Like, looks like a surfer. I was like, where did he right? just fucking come from? He's very like a mellow person, but like once he starts to speak, you're like, wow, this guy's been through some ish. Yeah. He's well, been through he like, like an Olympic athlete or some shit. He was, yeah. He did something like, like that. Bobsled or something. I, I forgot what like it was. That. I haven't talked to him in a long time. There was a banner. Yeah, dude. I haven't been there since. The summer before I came to Westcon. So okay, like gotcha. Yeah, me too. Now, uh, four or five years. Probably. Oh, literally, that was the summer we when I met you. I'm pretty yeah. sure for the first time. 
Yeah, it's been a while. It's been mad long yeah, since right? I've been there. <laughs> yeah, but those workouts were crazy. Definitely. Like, the training... I like the first time I went, I was like, this is a good workout, but like, is it really like doing anything? And then I started doing the private sessions with Kurt. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Way more in depth into like the, footwork, the actual the sport. Work, yeah. Yeah. Sport. Gotcha. Exactly. And then from there, like I just started noticing like so huge. Much. Right? And to go with what you said, like one of the reasons I really liked Kurt, um, is because like, I would ask him questions. Like he'd be like, how's your season going? And I'd be like, man, like it's frustrating as hell. Like last year, this was my senior year. So mm-hmm. I was like, last year as a junior, we started off like eight and oh, seven and oh, like beating teams that like we have never beaten in the program's history, like all this shit. And I was like, this year it's like these kids just don't fucking mm-hmm. care. Like, and I'm the yeah. captain. Like, I don't know how to how to fix this. Like, and he would be An like, experience. Yeah, he would like tell me, like, yo, you gotta do this, like try this, try that. And he was like, he was like there for me more than just like a trainer. Yeah. It's like you're like what you and Rashard do with like that mentorship stuff. Helps the, and the training. It really helps yeah. because then like I would use some of those things in the locker room and it would work. And I, it was shit I never expected. Right. And it like gave me more confidence as a leader of the team. And like, yeah, it was it was he it, it really makes a difference. Like yeah. the training, but not only that, but like the mentorship. And that's the cool thing. Mental is huge. Is that, and you and Richard is that like he was telling me like, yeah, like the kids will text me and blah, blah, blah. And like, I think that's fucking dope. Absolutely. Like, that's so cool to me. I'd rather. <clears throat> so it's like I want to give I want to pass me and Richard want to pass down or Richard and I, we want to pass down something that we didn't have as kids. Because when I was a kid, I had nobody to mentor me. I didn't have anybody to train me. Like, my parents didn't have too much money. So, like, paying for a trainer was tough. Like, I was only able to get to North Star a couple times. Like, I wasn't able to go through the full program and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So, it's like, like, we want to, we're providing, like, affordable training. But on top of that, throwing mentorship in, like, being friendly with them. Like, just talking to them personably and kind of, like, like, connecting with them as athletes not as coaches like we were them like we were in their position too like you know what i'm saying like we went through hardships and i went through a lot of hardships and i had no idea how to figure them out and i wish there was someone to tell me like do this right or maybe look at your perspective differently like you're looking at this topic but instead look at it this way same topic but look at it from a different perspective and like i didn't really i didn't really realize that until my senior year of college and like if I had that when I was in high school, who knows what could yeah. have happened, you know what I'm saying? So like I I want to I am like teaching and training and mentoring um this one tight end that I'm uh training right now his name is Xander. Um and he's very quiet and I'm and I'm really getting to him to what I wanted as a kid. And like I feel like that's perfect connecting to them at that certain level like the friend off the field and then coach on the field it's it's kind of like a full circle of like right. comfortability uncomfortability comfortability uncomfortability and then it's like it's like how do i do this right and then at home oh i have my homework's really stressing me out like how do i handle it in exactly. a certain way he came to me and about some stuff and we talked about it and he said it worked and he he's actually starting to like do better in that aspect of that's his cool. of his schoolwork and stuff like that so that's really cool absolutely yeah like it's it really makes a difference too because like at, like so I played hockey my whole life. My dad yeah. played hockey growing cool. up. So like I could get help from him when it came to like stressful yeah. situations with hockey and things like that. Definitely. Where I was like, well, I don't know how the, I don't know why like that play broke down the way it did on defense. And he'd be like, well, you know, and I was fortunate enough to have my dad as a coach on okay, almost cool. every team I played on yeah. as well. So, and he was a goalie. So like he really understands like how to see the ice. He really yeah. sees play develop because he, he, that's what he did as a goalie as well. 
But then when it came to lacrosse, like I didn't have fucking anyone because my dad didn't play lacrosse. Yeah. The first time I ever <laughs> fucking picked up a lacrosse stick was when I picked up a lacrosse yeah, stick. Yeah, so it was new to I mean? you. Like, yeah. yeah. And like my mom like didn't play either of those sports either. So like to have somebody as well, like like I like how Richard focuses on the basketball side of it and you focus on the football side. Yeah. Like that that that's gonna help as well, I feel like, with mentorship. Because Definitely. it's like you know and understand what they're going through in a sense. Whereas like exactly. some we kid, went through it. <laughs> yeah, if some kid who came to you for like Tennis. I don't know. You didn't play tennis, did you? I played tennis like one year in my life. Okay, crazy yeah. enough. <laughs> okay, okay. Hockey. You played hockey. Uh, I couldn't skate when I was younger. Yeah. So I like, if you fat. had a kid come to you and be like, "Oh, like my outside edge. Like I don't know what's going on with it. Blah blah blah. Like exactly. See, you'd be like you'd be like, yeah. I mean, I could help you with like footwork stuff, and yeah, strength stuff. Sure. Like, I can. I can I teach you how to get bigger and yeah, run faster. Exactly, absolutely. But exactly. the ice. Beat me. Yeah, so like, <laughs> it's cool that you guys are like really tying it Definitely. into the sports that you play as well, and like for sure. Like, are, do you are you guys like planning on expanding eventually, like building um, a team yeah, of absolutely. former athletes for every sport as well? So I guess a little sneak peek would be uh, so in the future we're actually looking to create a like a small AAU team um, and a small seven on seven team That's to sick. enter into like seven on seven tournaments and like for Richard enter into like AAU tournaments and like having his kids. You know what I'm saying? So like we're taking the training aspect into the team aspect um but that's down the road and it's kind of a sneak peek that's so. cool though. that's awesome <laughs> yeah absolutely I'm gonna need um, a jersey when those uh, oh when absolutely those <laughs> i'll show you the logo after this we actually came to a, a consensus on the logo and it's pretty dope Word? it's pretty cool that's i'll show sick. you yeah definitely that's sick. um to speak back upon what we were speaking about um about the connection um i learned that over the past couple years i've been through a lot of personal development and um kind of how we connect with the kids is like, so information without emotion is not attained. So all your life, if you were ever sitting in class and you were like, all right, the teacher's talking about something that I don't care about at all. You're not going to, you're not going to, you're not going to attain that at all because there's no emotion behind it because you're not connecting your, your mind with the emotion behind the topic. So by teaching these kids of like what I've been through and like what the sport and the family style of football and like, the mentorship behind the scenes and like off field, like that emotion really translate into, into like, I wouldn't say success, but it translate into the process and the momentum towards a main goal of like, like Xander, his, uh, the kid I train, uh, the athlete I train wants to play for like, he wants to play football and like, he wants to like in, in, increase his career in football. So I was like, I talked to him, I was like, everything we do, like you have to concentrate on like everything I say, like, take emotion towards it and if you don't then ask me questions like if you have any questions at all i want to hear them like if you if you don't know what to do tell me right if you know what to do i want you to tell me as well repeat it so it's like a teacher if you can teach someone something you learn it you've learned it completely you know what i'm saying so it's like so how is helping (laughs) these kids with their athletic uh careers and performance how, how has it affected you how has it helped your athletic career as well have you noticed any connections between that yeah absolutely um it taught me a lot of patience and a lot of focus in a lot of small areas that I wasn't really focused on or patient on um so when I was in the spring league that showcase uh recently it was four games and a championship game um I was really focused on a lot of like the pass rushing, I mean, not the pass rush, like the pass routes, like the running, like running routes and like the pass game. And I wasn't really focused on like the lineman technique and blocking technique. And as I started to coach Xander and like go back to this complete basics of blocking and like learning how to take your six inch step and all that stuff, it really opened my eyes. I was like, wow, like I should really, or I will 
start to focus more on this area because the basics are so important. Like mm. a lot of people look past the basics and they try and they and they pursue the most advanced level and like they really try to skip steps. And that's kind of like an egotistical thing to do because skipping steps, no one can skip a step. Mm. Like you don't hit more home runs because like you're not a good home run hitter if you hit more home runs. Like the process in between of like the perfect technique, the perfect form, like all that, like that's what builds. It. Yeah, that's what builds. You need to start from the basics. Mm. If you're not good in that area, go flat off the basics. And I learned that actually from Vince Lombardi. Um, remember their first Super Bowl they ever won? The first Super Bowl ever when the mm. AFC and the NFC came together to create the NFL. Um, he, I wrote, a, I wrote like I read like a little article. It was like he said that he was like, all right. He brought the team together before the first game, and he was like, listen, guys. Actually, it was in training camp. He's like, listen, guys. We all know football. We all know coverages. We all know all the advanced stuff for all professional athletes. But this year, we're going to start from the bare bones basic. We're going to bring you back all the way to like child football and we're going to build up from there. And he had the, I think he had them first week of practice, no ball at all. He had them do like the most simple footwork drills and everything. And he was like, listen, all you got to do is get this pigskin across that line. Mm. And he was like, go. He had them literally run around the field and, and do it. And it made them realize like, what football is and like breaking it down to the basics and building it up technique, 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 process, process, putting your head down, not paying attention to the goal at all. Just having it in the back of your head and they won a Super Bowl. That's crazy. They went insane that year too. That's like, like a, that's like an interesting <laughs> thing. Cause like I can actually make a connection to hockey with that. Like a lot of, uh, so like Russians, are known for being like very strong on their skates, very good okay. skaters. Like if you look at fucking Ovechkin, like you could hit yeah, that man, absolutely. you could hit that man with his head down, and like it's like running into a wall. It doesn't yeah. even fucking matter. Like Jeez. if you ever see him play in person, like the like I don't even know how to describe like the way he fucking moves down the ice. Like you're like holy fuck. One, he looks way bigger than he does on TV, and two, he moves that fucking fast for his size. But like in Russia, like if you play hockey, like you don't touch pucks really until I think you're like nine or 10. Wow. Like, so like the whole time, like you're just learning how to skate and yeah. then you learn how to skate with a stick and then with the equipment and oh, then awesome. they finally give you the pucks. And like <clears throat> Russians are known for being like very fucking strong skaters for that reason. So like, it's kind of interesting <laughs> that like even at the professional level, like you said, they're like breaking it down yeah. like that or they did. Um, I don't know if a lot of that sure. goes on anymore, but um, so to, to kind of get back into a little more on what you're doing. So like, how is COVID um, kind of affected your process of getting to where you want to be with football. So I didn't have a lot of confidence out of college. Um, in college, I was a lot of my film was a lot of blocking, and I really wanted to work on like my receiving skills. Mm. So it's like, all right, work on receiving skills, work on receiving, skills. and then I kind of got blind to everything else, like my flexibility, like my blocking. I kind of got blind to it, and then like that year passed, XFL passed, got cut in the last like last cuts, went there for for training camp. And then it all hit me like right when COVID like hit, I was in, in my room by myself, like, like no one was home. Like I was in my room, like I would play Xbox all day. And then I realized that what am I doing? Like, this is a perfect opportunity to grow. Mm. Like, so I just, just work your put my head off. down. Yeah. I started working my ass off, started doing yoga, started really tapping into my personal development, which I recommend for everybody at, if you're an athlete, non-athlete, if you're like, any, any, any like maturity level, like young kid, older kid, 50, 60, 80, 10, 11, like any age, work on your personal development and really tap into like who you are and, and certain values. Like, uh, I listened to a woman called Abraham Hicks. Like, um, she really 
shifts my perspective about life. And like, I've really gotten to such a positive perspective that I really allow things to come to me. Um, so like when COVID hit, like I said, I was alone in my room and like, I came to so much realization that this is perfect. I was like, COVID like sucks. I can't go to the club. Like I can't hang out with my boys. Like I can't do the things that I want. And I was like, you know what? That's perfect for me. Mm. Like that, all of that was a distraction. And I was getting so comfortable being with my friends and going out and having this certainty about my life. Like, oh yeah, like, like tall dude, like plays football, this and that. Like, and I was like, I needed to shut myself down, humble myself real fast. So I started getting out of my comfort zone and really doing things that I didn't do usually. I started walking like in the street. Like I started going on cold walks. I like started going on walks with just my t-shirt, like to get uncomfortable, like in the cold. And it kind of like, it sucked for the time being uncomfortable. But when I was done, I was like, wow, like I feel real like strong mentally. And, yeah. and COVID was a perfect opportunity for me to just work on my body and work on myself and like right when COVID started to let up, I got the opportunity to play for this uh, arena team. And it was just like, everything's happening for a reason. Like right. COVID happened to me for a reason. Mm. And it, a lot of people could say their COVID sucked, but my COVID was, <laughs> was honestly awesome. Like I spent a lot of time just fixing myself and it gave me the time to. So I was always taught from my mentor that life won't give you anything until you're ready for it. It will show you tests. It will bring you to the next test, but it will never bring you to where you need to go until you're ready. Mm. So I kind of, I kind of was, that was in my mind, creeping, creeping, creeping all COVID. I was like, all right, I'm not getting opportunities. My agent's not giving me anything. I'm not nothing, nothing, nothing. You know, I was like, you know what? Put my head down, put my phone down, put the video games down, put my comfortable life down and just work. Mm. Like just process, put my head down. I have my goal, NFL. But I'm gonna put that all the way back in the head, in, back in my head, and not think about it. Not find, not 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 see it every day. Just put my head down, trust the process. So it was kind of a, it was a blessing, I would say, because right when I put my head down and worked through the whole year of COVID, my agent hit me up, hits me up and goes, "We have an opportunity." Well, and it, it, it kind of proved that, yeah. And I'm ready for yeah, it. I'm, had you spent all of COVID just playing video? Oh my goodness! All that, like, he would have been like, "All right, go down like, to the yeah. tryout." I probably wouldn't have made the team. They'd probably be like, who is this kid? Like, he didn't even, he looks like he hasn't trained in a year. Like, <laughs> I've been training ever since, since I left college. So it's like, I've been just bettering myself and kind of shooting, shooting like out the roof through my comfortability area. Is like, it like uh, the training you're doing? Is it just like all kind of like agility work? Are you doing strength work? Um, like so the, the sessions. You're doing yoga as well. Yeah. So I haven't really been doing yoga. I've been doing more of like, I kind of, Yoga was kind of like, kind of took me into an area of like stretching. Mm. Um, cause I just, I was looking to do yoga for flexibility and like mobility. And like, I kind of have my own exercises now, so I don't have to do a full yoga session. I can kind of do like a session at night, like at, by myself. Like it's not like a, yo it's like my own yoga session. Yeah, right. Um, but, but the training I usually do is, uh, it's six days a week, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Saturday's like an off day where I'll just like play basketball, like do like fun things, like, mm. like. Bas like I'll play basketball, I'll run, like I'll do things that's not really like uh, conscious to like really lifting or, right. you know, I'm like free flowing. Right. It's like a free flowing su Saturday. Um, but it's usually like Monday, Wednesday, Friday are my bulk days. Uh, meaning like I'll have uh, agility is Monday, Wednesday is legs and Friday is speed. Tuesdays and Thursdays are core and conditioning days. So I'll do core, 
and then I'll do conditioning Tuesday and then Thursday I'll do core and then conditioning Monday is like Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, half the session will be a ladder, um, a hurdle and a cone drill and then straight to a lift. So Monday's upper body and then Wednesday would be ladder, hurdle, cone drill and then legs. So lifting legs and then Friday would be ladder, hurdle, cone drill, resistance drill for speed mm. and then it would be a half upper body half lower body so it's a full body day and then sunday we call it game day so it's like a lot of game like movements like um throwing the ball like throwing the med ball like picking up the okay, stones okay, like yeah. stuff like that like yeah i saw that you flipping picked the tire up one of those fucking, yeah uh, yo those my strong my trainer pulled that out i was like what is that like you have this i was like <laughs> i was like i didn't even know what it was what do he call, don't they call them like atlas stones atlas stones like yeah he showed it to me he was like pick it up how, I was like, how much did I was like, weigh? how? Uh, 200. Um, it actually wasn't, it actually wasn't that heavy. I probably could have picked up another size up, but it was very hard to pick up. I actually have like red marks still kind of on my arm. Too. Like yeah. me, like, you're like a whole foot taller than me for me. I had I to like, just kind of like, reach yeah, down. I had like, to go 10 <laughs> stories down to pick it up. <laughs> yeah. That's like deadlifting for me. I only got to pick the bar up like this fucking high. Yeah. I'm chilling. Like. Yeah, facts. <laughs> for me, it's like, all right, I got to bend my hips, my knees, and then my ankles. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's crazy. I saw you picked that up. I was like, where the fuck Insane. is pulling that right Right. Now? Have you ever watched the strongman shit on TV? I watched it once when I was younger, but I didn't know like, that they were that heavy and it was that hard to pick up. Yeah. Like I was so like, what was harder hard about it? Like, cause obviously if you were to just like deadlift or squat 200 pounds, like that's so, fucking, that's easy. Yeah. Cause, like, cause you have a bar and you have the grip. So the ball is like, there's no handles. That's what was hard. So like you have to like, like get underneath it, like kind of like interlock your hands. I kind of have my hands like this and then bringing it up to your legs was fine. But like from your legs up to your chest, that was the hardest part because it's all core and like all squeezing the ball to your chest. That was the hardest part. Like getting it up, putting it on your legs is fine. That's wild. And then once you like stand up, that was I was just like giving it all I got. I was breathing real yeah, hard. Yeah, bro. And those like strongman competitions, they make them like pick them up and like put them on platforms that are like above their shoulders. Yeah. Like I'm like I don't know how the I don't need that's that's not that's next fuck, level for like? me as well. <laughs> Those dudes but must I be on that. something. I was like, yo. Yeah, and they're just freaks of nature. Absolutely. Bro. Like, I don't care how hard you train, like, to do what those guys <clears throat> do, like, genetics is definitely a huge factor. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, so, like, dude, wide the, shoulders, the wide the hips. Mountain from the Game of Thrones. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Guy, like, like, come on. Like, that's fucking genetics. For sure. <laughs> he's like, what, seven? Not seven? I don't even know. I think how he's like big six, that eight man. or something yeah, like that. He's huge. But his like hips and. 300 something pounds, like absurd absolutely i feel like genetics in a way it's like if you have wide hips and a wide base and your shoulders like you can put a lot more mass on than most people oh, yeah. so like yeah. he was made with like that huge frame yeah, and like you see them all they're all like this fucking yeah wide, and they like, maximize yeah. it and it's just like oh my goodness you're huge dude you might not have a six-pack but you could pick up my yeah, car and toss me over <laughs> <laughs> you could drink a six-pack yeah, in one sip type yeah, of thing their fucking cores are probably so strong too from yeah the way they move. easily so that shit are you gonna start incorporating the atlas stone more i to think workouts? yeah i think so every sunday will probably be like a, a game like more? thing yeah so um he it, they're not his he uh isn't you know crossfit 203 if you've, if oh, you've ever yeah, heard of it yeah, yeah so his his new facility is like on the other side of it because oh. it, so it's like a huge warehouse mm -hmm. and then like here's crossfit 203 and then here's his facility um it was used for overflow for um like for for like if like they were had too many clients come in they would just go into that space oh, but okay. since covid hit he moved in and now they're actually have more clients come in because of him and stuff like that and uh 
they're they're their atlas stones because they're crossfit so like crossfit mm. does like they pick them up put them up and they put them on their shoulders and like stuff like that so like he he saw him in there and i was just like damn I was like, I kind of peeked him too. And I was like, I hope he doesn't bring these out. Cause I, I was like, I have no idea what they are. And like, I do not want to find out anytime soon. Oh, God. <laughs> Cause I thought it was a med ball one time. And I like went to go like grab it with my hands. And you were like, no, and I was this like, is a rock. <laughs> I was like, what is this? I was like, this is not a med ball. Yeah. I was like, how much does this weigh? It's like 143 pounds. The ball was like maybe this big. And I was like, dude, I was like, what like, is no that? There's like no giving it either. When no, you grab nothing. It, it's just fucking dead weight. Yeah. All cement. <laughs> it's like if you if you put cement in like a like a like a in a like a what do you even call that? Like a molding. Like a molding. Thing? Yeah. If you put like just cement in a mold and you hardened it, that's what it'd be. And then busted the molding off. Literally. Yeah. Jesus. That's so absurd. <laughs> it's insane. So uh, so what's next for you then? Um, the next step for me is to go play arena football. Um, mm-hmm. I actually have to take a not take a break from mad ballers but take a step down and be in person with my athletes um because i have athletes here um so my next step would be i'm leaving monday for tampa bay tornadoes um they're in the american arena league like we talked about before um it'll be a good opportunity for me to get film experience um the gms have a bright future for me um that's all i'll say um but while i'm there i'm gonna have a lot of free time and i'm actually gonna start putting together mad ballers virtual um, there you go. That's another sneak peek. Yeah, uh, didn't want to <laughs> yeah. um, say too much about it, but until it comes out, but I'm gonna start uh, making virtual sessions for athletes to tap into me, and we'll Facetime, and I'll kind of coach them through Facetime, and and if there's any athletes down in Florida that I uh, market to, then I'll have my business down there as well. I'm right. kind of I want to expand to the whole United States. That's yeah. the next step for me, um, and, and Richard as well. We're gonna start getting to the virtual because a lot of things are virtual nowadays COVID hit and like every business is online now so like if we're not online we're not giving much of a presence yeah there's uh actually there's apps you could look into too I know I was doing PT for my knee okay and um my trainer was actually at like the fucking Gold's Gym in LaGrange yeah yeah and uh what he but I was going to school at Westcon so what he had me do is like uh, you literally, he had this app. I, I forget what it's called, but he had this app and you record yourself while you're doing the workout and then you upload it to the app and then he writes notes for you. So like oh, you guys wow. can even look into something like that. That's awesome. Too. Yeah, yeah that'd definitely. Be fucking cool. I'm going to have to look, you know what it's called? No, I can try to figure it out. Yeah. Though. And then send it to me whenever I'm, you come yeah, across it. I'll start yeah. researching that as well. Yeah, I was so. thinking of making like small little snippets. Of me doing the well, that's activities, the thing. they do that too. Yeah, so like and then, I can see what the workout is exactly. before I do it. But then I upload mine, and it's like, okay, you got to correct your hips here. Yeah, like I got you're you. Using too much back on like your deadlift or yeah. whatever it was. I definitely, I was thinking about that, and I was also thinking about more of like a live session as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't, I haven't gotten to a conclusion yet, um, but I don't know if I'm going to do a live session with me being on with them while they train. And like me correct it or have them send me a clearer video. It, it's going to depend on the quality right. of the of the FaceTime or the Zoom call we're on. So yeah, there's that's so our many next options step. now. Yeah, exactly. So I think Zoom would be a good option because it's clear. They use they use internet audio instead of like FaceTime audio, and it's more clear. Depending depending if you're on Wi-Fi or not, yeah, stuff like right. that. So. So uh, yeah, now yeah, now's the time. Shout out anything you want to shout out your your social handles. If you have any <laughs> knowledge you want to drop, this is, uh, this is your time. Instagram handle at Demetrius D I M I T R I O S S underscore. Same as Twitter. Um, Mad Ballers Training and Mentorship uh, is our Facebook, and then our Instagram is Mad Ballers Training. 
tap in, tune in, follow, shoot us a like, shoot us a comment if you're there. Um, any knowledge to drop? I would probably say, or I will say, if you have a goal or when you have a goal, make it very clear to what you want. Don't make it vague. Make it very clear to what you want. Put it in the back of your head. Put your head down. Trust the process until you're there. Mm. You, you won't get there until you're ready. And that's and that's where I'll probably leave it at. All right. Short and sweet. That was good. I like that. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, we're going to have the links to all your stuff cool. down in the description. Absolutely. And uh, that's it for the episode, guys. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe if you're on YouTube. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Planet Creative Podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you, you next time. <laughs>